Blog Talk Radio. the nominations for the Georgia Wrestling History Awards 2021 should be an exciting one. Joining me, Stephen Platinum, as always, is Larry Goodman. Larry, another first. We've never done this show, but uh, we are doing it right now, aren't we? Yeah, doing a little different this year. So we'll announce (sighs) them here tonight and then uh, announce the nominees tonight and then announce the winners a week from tonight. That's the plan anyway. Yes, that is the plan. And we'll talk about um, how people will be able to vote and all that kind of stuff at the end, of course. So, um, yeah, I um, and I mean, this isn't just me saying this, Larry. I feel like the nominees are incredibly good. I think it's about as fair as it gets. Um, as I've ever seen. And it's not to say that things better and whatnot, but I really do feel like um, the nominees are all incredibly deserving. Yeah, I mean, there's always going to be some oversights and people miss. There's no way around that. But I think this is, um, for lack of a better term, as fair and balanced as we're going to get it. <laughs> what does the fox say? So <laughs> I guess uh, ain't nothing to it. But to do it, unless there's something that you wanted to talk about specifically before we get into it. Uh, just a little of a, a follow-up on a story we talked about. Oh, it was the last episode of the one before the uh, Superstars pro- issue over there in uh, South Carolina with the guys. Now, I mentioned on the last show that guys uh, were getting paid. My understanding is that the, the wrestlers have been paid, but that the partners in that promotion have come to a parting of the ways between uh, John Collins and uh, Jeff Lewis Neal. And that Collins is moving forward with um, running a show, but that Jeff Lewis Neal is, is no longer going to be part of the um, Superstar Wars wrestling. Well, I'm sure uh, Jeff Lewis is going to regret that a la, you know, the guys that sold their stock in Microsoft early. I'm sure it's going <laughs> to. <laughs> All right. <laughs> With that incredibly biting, sarcastic joke. Um, how many categories are there? My goodness. Oh, we, my God. We've gosh. got a lot. We got a lot. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, <laughs> seven. Eight, nine, ten. 
Good, good grief. I count 19 categories, Steve, if I've oh, got I this right. Well, no wonder, the, uh, no wonder we, that committee meeting took so long. We are the uh, we are the awards show, and uh, this, we are trying to cover everything as much as we possibly can. Um, all right, let's name a category and get to it. Well, how about you name them, and then I'll you want to name them, and then I'll read them off. How's that? Sure, um, sure. Let's start with um, let's start with ring announcer. Okay, best ring announcer, 2021. We've got um, five nominees in this category, and again, uh, if we hadn't previously announced, we'll say it here that we did not we do not have a uniform number of nominees in each category. We did it by what felt right, not what felt right, but we thought was right for each of the categories. Best yeah. ring announcer, and this is in alphabetical order: Jonathan Feltner. James Hardy, Scott Hensley, Diana Michelle, and Young Professor. Oh, man. It's a good crop. You know, this was once a category that I wanted to roll a grenade under. Um, yeah. The fact that we could have five viable candidates um, shows, one, how many shows are being run, and two, how um, more and more groups take announcers seriously. That used to be – it was one of the stereotypes was that that was an afterthought of like, eh, you know, who could we get, who could we throw in some semblance of a suit and get up there and announce people to the ring. But now people see it as a viable part of the show as they should. Yeah. And we've got a couple of first time nominees in this category, James Hardy and young professor. Of course, Jonathan Feltner has won this award numerous times and Diana, Michelle is the incumbent. Scott Hensley was nominated last year, so his, this is the second consecutive year for nomination for him. Excellent. Um, well, commentator was kind of the natural follow on that one. Best commentators. Uh, the Southern Honor Team of Brandon Benefield and Gerard Bonner. Mm -hmm. John Johnson, who is at both Anarchy and Southern Pride in that role. Noah Howell from Pro South, and Johnny Danger from Platinum Championship Wrestling. That is super cool. Um, I, you know, I, I always loved seeing new names in there um, representing new groups. And uh, Johnny Danger is not only a first time, um, you know, he's the first commentator to get nominated for uh, Platinum Championship Wrestling. So mm. really cool there. And, of course, congratulations. I think Noah Howell has done, if there is a most improved, it's likely him. Um, I think he does great work not only at Pro South, um, but at GIPW as well. And, of course, uh, Brandon Benefield and Gerard Bonner won it last year. And yes. they're back again. And J.J. is as responsible as anybody for keeping the uh, category alive um, yes. during my rampage to destroy it utterly. So That's true. <laughs> he's, he's, he's one of the nominees. Excellent. Excellent. Um, let's go into a promo and match of the year. Okay. Best promo of the year. And um, I'm going to endeavor to get the links for these posted. Um, I've okay. got most of them. I'm still gathering a couple of the links so that people who haven't seen them can take a look at them. Um, 
Joe Black and Gary Lamb at Southern Honor Wrestling number 34. That was their December show. Yes. Tyler Culpret and Stephen Platinum. Brosoff oh, Wrestling, wow. the May 21st episode, Building to Spring Spectacular. Matt Hankins, and this is the promo he cut on Jacob Ashworth for Anarchy Wrestling. I don't have the reference on that yet uh, date, but I'm, I'm working on that one. But it's a Matt Hankins promo on Jacob Ashworth. Darius Lockhart, the his In the Dark promo for Viral Pro Wrestling, Episode 7. And the Sexton Alliance Team Manders uh, vignette for Monroe Massacre, Monroe Massacre, excuse me, for Southern Fry Championship Wrestling. Excellent. Um, I remember there was a little bone of contention on other promos that could have made it and not made it. Ultimately, um, the standard that applied, and it certainly applies to all of the nominees, was um, promos are about drawing people to buy a ticket. And I think it's undeniable that all five of those promos did just that. Um, whether promos to come to the show in question or to future shows to see how things play out. So congratulations to all the nominees. This is a relatively new category, but a vital one, I believe. Best match, Joe Black versus Damian Saratone, last man standing. Pro mm. South Wrestling on November the 12th. Great match. The Duck House Brawl for mm. IWE on November 20th. And that was Exotic Youth versus, help me, Steve, versus the, versus um, the Ugly Ducklings. ducklings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, first, mm-hmm. obviously, versus the Ducklings. Um, Gunnar Miller versus Corey Hollis, career versus career. Uh, that's for Southern Honor Wrestling on October the 8th the uh, Still Here 3 show. Um, then this one's a little different than what we've done before, but we thought it was justified. Nick Hale and Nogicism, the entire best of seven series rather than one particular match. And Team Manders versus Sexton Alliance, uh, Monroe Massacre at Crossroads for Southern Fried Championship Wrestling. Not one of those matches like any of the others. Um, again, it's going to be tough in the voting. Hopefully people give all of those matches a watch. I know that they are all available in some way, shape, or form, and uh, may the best match win. That is, a, that is another relatively new category that, boy, um, there were so many matches to talk about and whittle that down. So great stuff. Yeah, that was a tough one. That was a tough debate on that one. Um, what would you, you like to hear next? Um, let's uh, start getting into some folks here. Um, what's a referee? Best referee. referee. This, this category was limited to three nominees, two of them previous winners, Daryl Hall and David Weekly, and Danny Mead. Hmm. Pretty awesome. Um, you know, this is, uh, again, it seems like Weekly and uh, Daryl Hall, Grandpa, trade this award back and forth. Uh, it's great to see other names get in there. And we have a whole bunch of different referees. When we were talking about this category, there were a bunch of names bandied about. 
And with another year of improvement, I would imagine that next year, my prediction is we'll have five names and we'll, debate, we'll be debating about who gets that fifth spot. That's my prediction that we're going to have a bunch of really great referees for that one next year. Yeah, because as we, as you said, we talked about a number of other people that are that are that are you know really solid refs and just didn't get enough support this year that we felt like we wanted to expand that ballot beyond three. Right. Okay. Well, cool. Let's let's see. Um, do, 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 do. Our technical wrestler. This one was Best very technical. interesting this year. This this is the Kyle Matthews Best Technical Wrestler Award, and Kyle Matthews is one of the nominees, <laughs> along with Joe Black, Chip Day, and Sal Renaro. Have we ever had such a strong contingent for technical? Mm. I mean, any one of those guys. And, you know, a lot of them are former winners. Um, so that also is pretty amazing. So great stuff there in technical. Yeah, three of the four are former winners. And, you know, Sal, you can't, can't deny his technical expertise. So that's that's a hell of a strong category. What's, a, what's amazing about Sal is he's, he's one performer before. So, I mean, he is a guy that can do it all. Um, and the, the older he gets, the better he gets at everything, including the physical aspect of pro wrestling. So, really cool category this year. That's a, that's a tough vote. I think that one's going to come down to a vote or two. So, remember, and the Georgia Wrestling History Awards, every year we get ties. Every year we get somebody who wins by one. So best believe your vote counts. I imagine we're going to have more people voting than ever before. So make sure you vote. Um, female Performer of the Year. This category, again, was limited to three uh, women. We did not feel there were any others that uh, were up to the level of these three. And those the three are, are the, um, I guess it's now a three-time consecutive winner, Danny Jordan. Yes. yes. Chalante Royal. And yeah. And Tahaka. Pretty great. Pretty great. Um, and this is another category that I feel like if a bunch of people who are performing right now get another year under their belt, um, we're going to see this greatly expand. I mean, we're at the point where PCW is doing a women's tournament, Larry. So pretty, incre- pretty incredible thing we're seeing. Um, but Shalance Royal, I get to see her all the time in Florida. Hell, I'll get to see her on Sunday. Um, and uh, Rekka Tahaka has, of course, taken uh, the world by storm, um, including AEW. And Danny Jordan just gets better and better. Get re- really getting to see her in person uh, makes me appreciate how good her in-ring wrestling is. So, uh, mentor of the year. Mentor of the Year, and this category was also a limited number of folks. This category, three people in this category, Matt Hankins, Ace Haven, and Todd Sexton. What can you say? Um, Three guys whose messages and texts and phones are constantly blowing up, I'm sure. They're, they're not only uh, mentors to young wrestlers. They're mentors to other people who are bookers and promoters. 
Are they not? I mean, these are the true mentors that we have, you know. Really, really great. It's a category that I think means more and more and gets more and more competitive every year as well. Next up? So, um, Legends. Ted Allen Legends Award. Ted Allen Legends which, Award. Which, as a reminder, you need to get needs to get 50% of the vote in order to win. And the, at one point, that was tough to do. Uh, lately, it seems like we've been able, people have been able to come to the consensus um, to get people in. So we shall see. Uh, we have three nominees in this category: Iceberg, Jimmy Ray, mm. and, and Simon Sermon. Uh, legends all. I don't think there's yeah. any denying that. No. Um, you know, Berg is perpetually on this list and um, really great. Jimmy Rave, of course. There doesn't need to be an explanation there at all. And uh, Simon Sermon, um, somebody who has tirelessly worked, and in spite of his self-deprecation of, ah, I only knew four moves, and ah, I can't believe I keep getting booked, um, he keeps getting booked because he's amazing. And uh, he really does mention he's, he's somebody who could have easily been there for mentor as well, honestly. Yes. Um, but yes. really cool for him to round out the uh, the legends voting this year. That's a good point because he did get some support for for a nomination for um, mentor also. And I think here's a safe prediction: uh, all these guys will eventually win. If they, you know, whoever doesn't win this year, if they're they'll they're all going to win eventually. I agree. I agree with that totally. Um, uh, manager of the year, the Jeff G. Bailey Best Manager or Valet Award. Nominees, Candy Cannoli, Logan Chase, Matt Hankins, and Tyreek Robinson. How great is it to see some viable new names on here? How great is it to see? And I would imagine Doc Brock, um, now that he has gone back to being heel, which is a much more comfortable role for him. I would imagine he'll be right back here. He's won the award before, and I imagine he'll be right back next year. But yes. let's talk about those four. So Matt Hankins, let's be honest, he's far and away uh, the favorite. But Logan Chase had himself a good year, um, managed to make this thing work with All-Star Special and go about managing in a very different kind of way, um, which was really cool. Um, Candy Cannoli, of course, is someone who you can imagine – is going to be to do that much more and much more, but she's a vital part of that act along with uh, Zach at um, KLT in particular. So you've seen some KLT representation going on this year as well. Mm -hmm. so that's very mm -hmm. cool. And then Tyreek, of course, I mean, he's fucking 19. You know what I mean? He's at the NWA. He's all over the place. He's very vocal. I saw where he called out Matt Hankins, and he basically wants a promo versus promo contest against Matt Hankins. Oh, great. So, so, so I love the young upstarts, and I have a feeling that, you know, he, he turns what should be a disadvantage, which is to be that young, and he makes it an advantage by just being so energetic, so vocal. Um, I've seen him in action. So really, really cool to see. Yeah. Yeah, there's a guy, another guy who really hustles. I, you know, I've only seen him his uh, 
promo work on tape. I've yet to see him as a manager live. I've only seen him doing commentary. So I look forward to seeing him as a manager ringside uh, sometime soon. Yeah. Next up. Yes. Um, next up, now we're getting into sort of the nitty-gritty ones, aren't we? Um, let's start with uh, Promoter of the Year. Promoter of the Year. We've got Sean Ambrose for KLT, <laughs> Matt Griffin for Action Wrestling, Gary Lamb for Southern Honor Wrestling, David Manders for Southern Fried Championship Wrestling, Ricardo Ordaz for Mucha Lucha Atlanta. Um, uh, Larry, I'm going to put you on the spot and ask a very hard question. Is that the first time we've had five viable candidates for promoter of the year that actually deserved it? <laughs> you know, I don't know that it's been, I, I guess I would say we've had viable ones, but, but in the sense of that, yeah, could, could anybody be deserving of winning this? I'd say so this year. Yeah. Yes. Um, very different, right? Gary Lamb, the perpetual, the promoter, in my opinion, like the guy who just is dyed-in-the-wool promoter. Um, now, you could argue that Southern Honor faltered a bit this year, and Gary sort of expressed that he had not thought that he had kind of put his heart and soul into it. But nonetheless, Southern Honor is still considered the promotion. Um, I like the Matt Griffin inclusion because – Again, Action went from a group that drew about 200 in conjunction with charity work, and now they're pulling the numbers without any of that. And they sort of maneuvered um, the COVID thing um, and being stricter about it than anybody um, and really innovated how wrestling could be promoted and the IWTV thing can't be understated. Um, Manders managed to write that ship and sail it through and Southern fried, uh, remain strong and consistent throughout. And then of course, what can you say about Ricardo? <laughs> I mean, um, a gate that probably was everybody else's put together. Um, you know, a true promoter, a truly works with that community. Um, and just puts on, I mean, I, I said in a, the video, you know, not just one of the, one of the best wrestling promoters country. Yeah. In the country. I saw you that. Yeah, in your in your full disclosure. So it'll be very curious because again, this is a wrestling people vote on this. This is not about fans because fuck them. This is about wrestling people voting. And I'm curious, are people gonna vote on loyalty lines? Are they gonna vote for whatever whatever their standards are gonna be? I can't wait to see how that one shakes out. Oh, and since you touched on the topic of eligibility, um, which I'll, yeah. you know, we'll we'll put that in, in writing in the post about the awards, but a reminder that it's open to people, uh, vote, voting eligibility is only for those who are in the, actively in the wrestling business in Georgia. That would mean wrestlers, promoters, referees, production people, um, bookers, etc. No, not, let's. Scratch the et cetera. We will not include people who take tickets, sell concessions, or do um, security. Correct. Yes. Um, cool. Uh, let's see. That was just – let's do uh, – we did 
Oh, we did do. Um, we did promoter, so the natural inclination. Uh, actually, let's do um, most improved, which is going to be perhaps the most hotly contested one this year, I think. And, boy, this was a tough one to narrow down because there were so many viable oh. candidates. And, therefore, we wound up with a field of seven in this category. For most improved oh, wrestler, Will, Will Caution, Cornelius Pepperbottom, uh, Javier Reyes, I can't roll the R's like Richard's, Skill, Skrilla the Great, also a, a first. We included Southern Strong, Tile, Southern Strong Style as a team for most improved. Mm-hmm. Uh, Damian Tangra and Austin Towers. Dude. What a list. What a list. What a list. Um, this, the cliche goes it's an honor just to be nominated. Um, it is not just a cliche. It is a living, breathing thing, especially when it comes to this category. All of those people should be incredibly proud of themselves. They are an asset. Um, I was saying, Larry, I think, you know, wrestling has become a younger and younger man's game. I think we're seeing that in the uh, attention to the awards. I think we're seeing that on who's getting booked everywhere. Um, and it's very, very exciting. Um, tag team or stable. Tag Another or one that's going to be, oh, boy. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I did the um, podcast Sunday night, and, you know, I said of this category, it's a split, uh, you know, a number of different ways, um, you know, as far as strong support for all the teams that are that are on this ballot. And those teams are All-Star Special, Huckabee and Hold My Beer Hansen, Exotic Youth, Zach Mosley, Bryce Cannon, and Cornelius Pepperbottom, Overkill, which is David Ali, Carly Bravo, Ziggy Dice, Danny Jordan, and Ashton Starr, Southern Strong Style, J2 Strong and Proc Johnson, and undeniable Shane Marks and Brian Blaze. I don't I don't know what to tell you, man. Like I again, I don't since we've had this category, I don't know. It's gone from being a category that was really about tag teams. Um all of the early winners tended to be tag teams. And now you have very viable faction. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, undeniable, exotic youth. And, I mean, amazing. And all groups that work in multiple promotions, all groups that we honestly can't wait to see tangle with one another, um, just really exciting stuff for sure. Um, let's talk about... Let's talk about them bookers, baby, because we got a we got a couple of new names in there, and um, mm-hmm. yes, yes, best booker of the year, Dylan Freimeyer at Southern Honor, Matt Griffin at Action Wrestling, Matt Hankins at both Anarchy and Platinum Championship Wrestling, the Pro South uh, booking team, and that's the way they asked me to phrase it. And okay. Todd Sexton for Anarchy, excuse me, for Southern Fried Wrestling and a couple other places he's involved as well. <sighs> Again, I'm curious to see how the boys will vote. Will they vote for their home promotions? 
Will they vote for the ones that they feel like are legitimately the best bookers? I'm inclined to think the latter. So who knows what's going to happen? Um, we could even have a new name in there. So very, very interesting. Um, again, I've never been more up in the air about who I thought was going to win each category <laughs> this year. So um, I just had it on the tip of my tongue, what award I was thinking of. Um, but I have forgotten it. So I guess we'll just go to uh, Promoter Booker, Most Improved. Um, you know, we, know haven't done best, we haven't done Best Feud or Rivalry yet. That's it. That's the one I had on the tip of my tongue. Yes, Best Feud or Rivalry. Because we're down to the last few now. We've hit almost all. An another, another category that balloons this year that has become yeah. sort of very, very viable. Yes, this will be hotly contested. Best Feud or Rivalry. Austin Chowers versus Jeter. Mm -hmm. Nagicism versus Nick Halen. Todd Sexton versus David Manders, Tyler Culpret versus Ace Haven, and Zach Mosley versus Skrilla. Again, all parts of Georgia, multiple promotions for every single one of those feuds. I mean, except for really Manders and, I mean, Sexton. Yeah. Beyond that, yeah, every the other feud has carried into multiple promotions. Right. What a so great, so great. Uh, well, we only have a couple left, right? So, let's yeah. What are we to, down uh, here? We're down Most to uh, I would guess promotion of the year, um, and and uh, wrestler of the year, right? We did not yet do best male performer. I don't believe. Oh, you're right. So let's do it now. Best male performer again. Remind everybody, this is, this is named after Tommy Rich. And so the thought is, this is about people who use their personality and great gimmick work and all of the intangibles to get a thing in and get it over. Well said. And the nominees this year, Bryce Cannon, Tyler Colpret, Michael Judas, Sal Renaro, and Ashton Starr. Is Sal the first person who's ever been up for technical and uh, male performer in the same year? I would guess that uh, is true. I think that's true, and maybe the, the only one ever to be nominated in three categories, um, which we'll get to that. Oh, my God. Um, that's, that's, that's a big story for this year. There are guys who are in multiple categories. Right, almost everybody who's in that one for male performer is part of another uh, category, right? And I think it, it alludes to how important that performative aspect is. Tyler Culpert's in Feud of the Year, right? Who are the other ones right. in there? I'm sorry, uh, Sal, back to Sal, I'm just was... thousand thousand multiple categories. Ashton Star's all over the place. Michael Judas is in all over mm -hmm. the place. Certainly yep. Bryce Cannon's all over the place, so yeah, yeah. Yep. I mean, Judas is for performer, and I would imagine wrestler of the year. So, again, the performative aspects, instead of it being 
almost a backhanded insult, don't you? I mean, it's almost a backhanded compliment where it was like, it was kind of considered like a really charming mid-card act just to put a blunt point on it. Mm -hmm. And now it's considered a very viable and vital part of getting a thing over even at the main event level. And uh, I think that that's a great evolution for sure. So, so we're down to best promotion and best overall wrestler, I believe. I believe we've covered uh, everything else. I believe so. So promotion, boy, this one, mm, mm. and I say again, mm. best promotion, action wrestling, uh, intense wrestling entertainment, otherwise known as IWE, Platinum Championship Wrestling, Southern Fried Championship Wrestling, and Southern Honor Wrestling, which would make it, if I'm not mistaken, three years in a row for Southern Honor. Would that be correct? Yes. Yes. Um, I will say, off of not that people are going to believe me who don't want to believe it, I am not the one who advocated for IWE or Platinum Championship Wrestling. They got in on the strength of number of nominations and other people speaking up. I was very careful um, to not speak up, um, and they got in, and very deservedly so. This one's going to be bananas. <laughs> that category is going to be nuts, no doubt about and it. And Best Overall Wrestler nominees for 2021, David <sighs> Ali, Joe mm. Black, mm. Michael Judas, A.C. Mm. Mack, and Sal Renaro. Dude. Sal pulling off. Uh, I have to say, Larry, if somebody had told me that somebody was going to be up for performer, technical, and wrestler of the year, I didn't think it was possible. And no. but Sal really does deserve it. He deserves all three. And... He's such a blessing to have. Um, Michael Judas is somebody that I basically stumped for because the the early consensus was, oh, it's David Ali by a landslide. Joe Black certainly has come on in the last three months and absolutely killed it every single time. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, all five of those guys, just what a blessing. Because there were years, if we're being honest, where it would be like two names that were very obvious and then filling in blanks, right? And if you look at the legacy of the people who have won that award, they're just the best of the best. And this year, any one of those five guys, I'll tell you this, and I mean this with all sincerity, Larry, whichever one of the five win, I will be genuinely happy for I'll say, like, that is a great pro wrestler and a great representative of the state. And I think it shows the strength of of wrestling, period, in the state. When you have all these guys, uh, to a man, working at or near the top on multiple promotions during the course of the year, um, because we've got that many good good promotions and this many guys who are that good to to warrant this. So I I think it's wonderful. I think it's wonderful as well. Well, um, we're going to wrap this up. Those are your nominees. 
what I'm going to do is I'm going to get on the horn here with Larry, and we're going to go over the logistics of how voting is going to take place. And then uh, we'll put up an announcement on gwhnewsandnotes.blogspot.com. Is that fair to say, Larry? That's fair and, to say, uh, and you know, we'll get voting underway uh, pronto. We'll get voting underway pronto, and uh, we'd like for everything to be in just to give you a rough idea. Basically, when you have the chance to vote, get that shit done in a day or two, but you'll probably have three or four days. Obviously, we want to give ourselves some lead time because we want to do the awards next Tuesday, um, which means you know we'll have to contact the winners and have them call in and all that kind of good stuff. So you're with the latest um, by the end of the weekend, you are going to want to get your votes in. Sounds good. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Congratulations to the nominees. And just know, I mean, this is something that you see, it seems like always needs to be said. Um, there were people who, there were hot and heavy debate about just about every category. So if you're a name that was not included and you feel like you should have been, you know what? Just know there was a very good chance somebody was fighting for you. There was just so many good candidates in every category this year. Yeah. Well said. Well, we're going to see you next week for our award show. Yeah. It's always yeah. bonkers. It's always crazy. Um, and until then, uh, that's Larry Goodman putting in that work. I'm Stephen Platinum riding his coattails. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for the nomination episode of The Tipping Point. We thank you for listening to this broadcast, a production brought to you by the GWH Radio Network. Stay tuned to GeorgiaWrestlingHistory.com for the latest information on upcoming events and more. As always, we thank you for your continued support.